If you are at the beginning stages of planning your micro school or homeschooling program, or you are in the midst of having a micro school or a program and you are needing more students, today's episode is for you because we're going to talk about competitive pricing, payment options, and ways that you can revamp what you're doing to see about getting more students or getting students for the first time. These are some very tried and true ways of stimulating your circumstances, stimulating your ideas, your creativity, getting the message out, but also making sure that you are at a price point that is advantageous, not only for your own self for sustainability for your school, but also for parents. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Of course, as you're beginning your micro school, you are absolutely thinking about how much do I charge? You're thinking about pricing and you're thinking about payment options. If you have already started a micro school, you have already started. You already know what your price points are. You may find yourself needing to do a different payment option, or you may find yourself needing to enroll more students. So all of which I'm going to describe today will help either or if you are either beginning or you already have a micro school and you need to enroll more students. And I'll begin by saying that if you are brand new to this and you're just starting and thinking about how much to charge, it's going to be very advantageous for you to have competitive pricing. Now, if you're already a micro school and you already have your prices set in place, I do not encourage you to change your prices. No, 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 no. We're not changing our prices. We are thinking about being more competitive with the price point we already have. So again, if you're someone who's just starting, you need to be thinking about competitive pricing. If you're someone who's already started, I'm not asking you to change your prices. I'm having you think about how you could be more competitive. Now, let me give you an example. If you're just starting out, competitive pricing is going to be very, very crucial for you to be looking around at pricing of similar programs or schools in your area so that you can have a competitive rate. I actually teach this with my coaching clients and I have taught this in group coaching before as well. It's very, very advantageous. There's a specific way that we look at 
all of the competitors in our area, but you do have to do some research. You have to have some time on task of calling some places if their information is not on their website to call to see if you can get any more information and to also know what their program looks like. Now, with that being said, you also have to make sure that it is competitive for families. You also need to know if you have any government funded programs that can help families. That is a huge win. There are many states that are adopting educational savings accounts that are adopting vouchers for families who choose to homeschool and you can receive those funds from the family. We just had that pass here in Florida and I will say that it definitely gave us a competitive advantage. With that being said, there's also some things that we've learned by having a government funded program where many private schools have had government funded programs for a long time. We need to see how they have used these programs for different payment options. So for an example, if you have are in a state where there's talk about getting vouchers for homeschoolers or there's talk about vouchers for private schools or because some of you guys may have to set up your school as a private school, then it's going to be very important for you to understand what the rules, what the regulations are for those particular programs. That can absolutely change the way you collect payments. For an example, here in our state, in the state of Florida, private schools have submitted invoices to the organization, to the government organization is called Step Up. And the schools actually receive the funding straight back into their bank account. Now, the great thing about that is that alleviates the pressure off parents to have to forefront the money to begin with. However, you as the business owner have to make sure that you have money in the bank in order to foot your expenses, whether it's overhead for your building, for curriculum, for your staffing, you have to make sure that you have all those funds available, that you can go a couple months with before the government reimburses you back from what you had invoiced. However, it definitely puts you at a competitive edge. We are constantly talking about this with our families, with people in our community and amongst ourselves in our micro school, because in our micro school, the way that we use the government funded program is that families pay us first. That way we're able to cover our overhead, our expenses, our teacher salaries, our rent curriculum. And then the families submit that invoice to the program and they get reimbursed. However, you have to make sure that those families are aware and those families have to make provision that they have the financial means to do that and they wait on their payment. So somebody's got to wait on the payment, right? Now, if you have grants or you have money set aside, you could do this. But again, I would, I tell you to err on the side of caution because I do not want anyone to be putting themselves in a situation where they're footing out all of this extra funds and not being aware of how long it will take for you to get reimbursed and making sure that you cross your T's and your dot your I's because a lot of government funded programs do want a lot of information on invoices. They have a lot of stipulations. So please keep that in mind. I mention all of that to you because that price point, if you are receiving government funding, your price point can be very competitive because families, let's say they get funded $5,000 and your tuition is 10,000. Well, that means the family only has to pay 5,000 now. 
but majority of time, tuition may be $10,000 and the families are getting anywhere between seven to $9,000. What a game changer that those families are only having to out of pocket a thousand to $2,000. Wow. Right? So I say it's very important for you to understand if there are government programs available, how you can be a competitive advantage when it comes to pricing. So you're going to have to look at your competition, private schools, daycares, any type of homeschooling programs in your area. And then it's also very advantageous if you can provide flexible payment options. So some private schools will have families pay an entire semester at once and then the entire next payment for the next semester. Sometimes that's difficult for families. We started off with having just weekly installments, our very first time that we ever did this. Everybody paid weekly. But then we moved to everybody paying once a month. Then we moved to everybody paying a their first month whenever they enrolled and their last month, 30 days later. Now we've also found that there were some families that were on lower income and they did receive government funding. So we have been able to accommodate their need by waiving the last month enrollment fee to paying that in May rather than in August at the beginning. So we have had to be flexible because otherwise why fight over a thousand dollars, right? Think about that. Why put yourself against the wall over a thousand dollars when you could gain 9,000 and just wait for the, for that last 1000 by the end of the year. It's really worth being able to get students into your school and show a proof of concept. Now I'm not saying you just don't have any boundaries and you don't have any types of protocols or systems and operations in place. You absolutely do. This is why looking at your finances is absolutely imperative. I go through a very thorough, thorough program with my coaching clients who are in the jumpstart or the deluxe program. If they want help with pricing, finances, making decisions with getting a separate location, hiring, we always do a deep dive in finances to help you. And a lot of people, they are starting at ground zero with their finances. They do not know what to do. They do not know what to expect. And so this is one of the most greatest gifts that I can give back because I know exactly how that feels. Knowing your finances is very important for you to come up with competitive pricing so that you can make your business sustainable and you as the business business owner having sustainable income. Now, if you've already started your school and you need to increase enrollment, it's very, very advantageous to offer a trial. So this is a really great way for parents and students to try out your micro school, especially if you have an enrichment day. So for us, we have Monday through Wednesday are our core academic days. Yes, we give tours during this time, but we don't have students come during this time for a day or a trial because they won't have the curriculum. And we are dedicated to excellence in our education and providing quality personalized education for the students that we have now. However, if it is a student who comes for enrichment on our days for our special classes, Thursday and Friday, you can absolutely offer a free trial. That's been so good. It could be once, it could be twice, it could be, it could be a month. I did that for one family who had homeschooled and had never gone anywhere before. 
And they were saying, okay, once would be good, but I want to make sure that I can actually get my child to make this habit every week to go somewhere else. And so I let them have three weeks of a trial. And that was one Friday each day, each week for the month of August. And then they signed up. So it's a very low risk way of getting students to participate, families to see, and for that child to eventually become a student. Now, another great idea is to have a limited time bonus or a discount. This really creates a sense of urgency by offering bonuses, early bird discounts, enrollment incentives. We did this at the beginning of the year, but it's also really great if you could do it in the middle of the year, if you've already started your micro school, maybe they could get their curriculum half off or they could get their enrollment fee waived. That would be very advantageous for families who are wanting to potentially start mid-year or just join you for a couple days a week. And then as the seasons begin changing, think of a way that you can refresh your program to where you can get some friends in to see what this is all about. For an example, every trimester we have new enrichment classes to offer. And our trimester is going to be ending at the end of October. So we're gearing up for our new enrichment programs that are going to be on Thursdays and Fridays in November, December, and January. And we want to make sure, and actually February, we want to make sure that we can advertise those specific services. So right now we're giving a little bit of a refresh. We're not having the same enrichment activities that we did at the beginning of the year. We're offering something brand new and we want to share that with the world and get other people to come try a trial and also be able to join us on those days that will increase our student enrollment. And last but not least, what are parents looking for? Do you know what parents are looking for? Are you in Facebook groups? Are you on the internet, looking at different areas in your surrounding vicinity? Are you seeing what's being offered out there? Are you connecting with people in your community? Are you networking with them? Are you seeing what parents are specifically needing and maybe not even homeschooling? What are you seeing that people are frustrated with in the public school sector? You really have to be paying attention and collecting what we call target market research so that you can see what you have to offer at a competitive price is what people will pay to get their problems solved. What problems do they have? What can you present at a competitive price that will help solve their problem? Think about that. And once you get it, boom, that is one offer. It can always be changed later, but at least start there. So to wrap up, let's go over this again. Think about competitive pricing researching similar areas, programs, schools in your vicinity, considering offering competitive rates. You also want to think about flexible payment options, monthly installments. You also want to make sure that you are abreast on whether or not there are government funded programs or financial aid for families and let people know, make sure you are marketing that on your Facebook page in your emails in your introductory packet. You also can consider an offer trial or 
a moment for parents to come and just tour your school. That's going to be very important. And then providing a limited time bonus or a discount. And last but not least, thinking of a way to refresh at the start of a new semester or quarter of ways that you can also solicit some new people to come and tour your school or to even enroll. And if you need help in any of these areas, head on over and get your coaching session or your coaching package today at www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. can go over your finances, can go over your offer, can go over your marketing to get your students. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.